funny. It's I, sad. I, I got to struggle. When, I, when it finally hit me, I was like, you know what? I was like, wow. It's, like, this is really about to happen. But... Hello, world. This is John Flores with my first ever podcast with a guest who's in person. What's going on, world? That is the voice of an old friend, a friend from out of town, and a previous guest, Stephen Vastola. How are you doing today, bro? I'm all right. Uh, we're finishing up our weekend here. We decided to take a trip um, up to see you here in Austin. Rachel and Becca couldn't be here for this recording. Rachel is Steven's girlfriend and Becca is her little sister. They're currently in a concert right now. While they're away, we wanted to record a live in-person pod. That's what it is. First in-person podcast. It's crazy, huh? Very. Uh, I'm excited. First off, let me apologize. If anyone doesn't follow the Flores and Friends podcast Twitter, the explanation for the very extended hiatus was... There was technical problems with my last recording with my with my friend Clark. Basically what happened was the levels were too high. It's it's just not salvageable. I maybe one day I'll come up with the technology or something to get it done, but I I just don't I don't think it's possible. So unfortunately that episode is lost, but I'm going to do this episode and maybe a, and probably a holiday episode and release it around in December as a holiday special. Anyway, if anyone recalls the last episode, the first episode he was on, you were, I don't want to classify you as like a Trump supporter, but you did vote for Trump, right? I did vote for Trump. In this episode, we're going to react because... <sighs> disclaimer, uh, disclaimer, I am still very shocked he won. Yes, okay. <sighs> if you've been living under a rock, I, I'm, I can't even say it. I still have a hard time saying it. Donald Trump was elected this past Tuesday as president of the United States beating Hillary Clinton in the electoral college but not the popular vote. I want that on the record. That needs to be in every history book from now on. All right? It doesn't even matter. He still won. Okay. All right. So I talked a lot of shit because as I told Justin Hartwell, previous guest on the pod, there's absolutely no way Donald Trump was gonna win. I was like, there, we don't. Uh, that is a reality that we do not occupy. It's impossible. I refuse to believe that that is going to happen. There are not. There's no way. If anyone, if anyone, everyone should be aware of the fact that I would say he ran a very, to put it mildly, aggressive campaign with the rhetoric. Wouldn't you agree? I, I would. I he he ran probably the greatest campaign he could have run to win. He got what he needed in order to become our president-elect now. Um, and I, I was telling John, um, actually that Monday before, I was like, John, whoever whoever the hell is running his campaign, they, they, they deserve a lot of credit. Like they, they brought a guy that nobody thought was ever going to be in this position. Yeah. And they turned it around, and even through all the, the crap that Hillary threw at him, he threw at Hillary, they still found It's not even the crap that Hillary threw at him. It's the fact that there were multiple scandals. There was a leaked recording of him talking about a s sexually assaulting a woman. Let's not mince words here. What he described was sexual assault. 
There, there's no arguing that. If you want to argue that, I'm sorry, you obviously have very antiquated definition of what sexual, what constitutes sexual assault. So, this man, in every projected poll, like every poll, had Hillary up like what, like five points or some shit like that. Hey, even, even Vegas had Hillary as a major favorite, and I, I'm talking. If, if you don't know anything about Vegas terms, I can. Uh, that's maybe for another day. But she was, it ended in, in some places as a minus 700 favorite, which, which means that for every dollar you'd have to win, or you'd want to win, you'd have to put up $7. And it may not seem like a lot, but that's a pretty, that's a pretty big favorite that's in the a Vegas big, world. Yeah, that's a big line. So even, even Vegas was absolutely shocked by the fact that Trump managed to pull this out. Dude, somebody in Vegas made some money this past week. Yeah, well, there was, there was some dude from Europe that put, I think it was $200,000 are roughly the value of $200,000. I think he bet in whatever country's currency source he had. He ended up winning about $900,000 because Trump won. Jesus. I'm, I'm a little jealous there, but... The, I mean, don't, that's just dumb luck. Like, I don't think anyone... I, I heard of some polls that were like, there's a chance, he had a good chance, but I don't think anybody thought... Like, I, I, just to go through what I was experienced Tuesday... And I told Stephen this this story earlier. I, I posted on Facebook. I was ready for Donald Trump to catch the biggest L of his life tonight. And I soon, like, I knew as soon as I posted that, as soon as I hit enter to post that, I was like, Hillary's gonna lose tonight. And I was like, Don't you're being a negative Nancy? Don't think like that. There's no, there's up. Look, guys, jinxes happen, people. I. I have never been more certain about something and been wrong. I I have to eat a lot of crow because not only have I been talking shit, like, I've been talking shit going back. When did Trump, like... Since, like, he, since he announced. It started off first, you said there was no way he was going to win the primary. And then it was no way he was going to win the... No, it was, it was no way he was going to make it Yeah. to... I guess the top five or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, there's no yeah. way it would keep going. Then it was no way he'll win the nomination. And then it was, okay, well, there's no way he's going to win the election. And he's done all that somehow. Um, Are we sure that he didn't sell his soul to Satan? Has anyone Can, can anyone confirm that? It, it's got nothing to do with that. Yeah, that was a joke. If you, if you look around, two out of every three people you see didn't vote in this election. So if you're looking to blame anybody... For why he won and you didn't want him there, that that's why okay. nobody nobody came out to vote. Well, not enough people came out to vote, and that we can talk about that uh, voter turnout uh, later in the episode. But okay, in my opinion, the reason Trump won is, and I'm guilty of this. I include myself in all of this. We have a significant. Just take if you can take a look at the county or district map. Uh, voting map, right? You'll see red everywhere and then dots of blue everywhere where the major population centers were. But for the most part, it was rural voters. I mean, that's who he spoke to. Yeah, that's who he spoke to. It's, and I'm guilty of this because I've looked down on those people. Like, I, I, I don't think I'm an arrogant person. I don't think I'm a self-righteous person. I don't think I'm a dismissive person, although I've been accused of being dismissive, but that's a com- conversation for another day. But I look down on those people, 
And that's shame on me because they are our neighbors. They're America. They're part of America. They're just as much as America as I am. And for years, they've been looked down upon. They've been dismissed. They've been, you know, written off as just bumpkins, like people who are anti-progress, you know, very archaic, very conservative, very conventional. And there are some merits to that lifestyle, like living a very, you know, rural, conservative, Quiet. yeah, traditional lifestyle. And ever since, I would say, the past eight years especially, there's been a lot of change. Like, Obama ran on a ticket of change, and there's been a lot of change. Like, you have to think about what 2000s, just the beginning of the 2000s, we've had a war on terror, a war in Iraq, a housing crisis, a recession, a black president— those things are very scary to someone who's living in the middle of a middle of nowhere. Like that's even that label is dismissive. You call somewhere middle of nowhere. That's dismissive. Like that's discrediting where they live. Everyone lives somewhere, right? It's somebody's home. Yeah, it's somebody's home. And we say that like so nonchalantly, but it's dismissive. And like the recession hit everybody really hard. And there have been there's been progress. Their jobs have slowly but surely come back, but the industry jobs aren't well we can get into that when when we can talk about what we're going to what we think Trump's going to be able to do but basically everybody got fucked in the recession everybody but the cities have slowly started to come back the rural areas not so much man like like i think they said suicide rates in the rural areas are up higher than they've ever been drugs are higher in, in the rural areas than they've ever been like these people, they don't have much, and it didn't. They're frustrated because it didn't look like that was going to change anytime soon. So and there was also this thing about, and I'm gonna let Stephen talk. I, I know I'm, I'm I'm trying to set up the context of the situ- of the election, but a lot of states that went for Obama in 2008 and 2012 went for Trump, and that's because I guess some people were going for Obama. They thought he was the answer because he was labeled a Washington outsider, and I guess they felt like change wasn't enough, and or or the change that they were hoping for didn't come with him. And, and to your to your point there, I, I just pulled up a the results of the election just because I, I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if Michigan was one of the ones that went red or not. That usually went blue, but I remember when I was watching the election on TV, they called it the, the blue wall, so to say, and I think it included. Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, and Michigan. Pennsylvania too, right? Well, I guess you could throw them in there. I'm just for the sake of argument, sure. It was one. Of, it was those four, the big blue wall, as they said. Mm-hmm. He won three out of four. Three out of those four states. Yeah. With Minnesota being the only blue state. Okay. And he hit home when he went and spoke to the people that lost their jobs at factories. Yeah. And they showed all those shutdown factories and stuff. And that is the core of what he was of what he was going for. That's those are his people there, the ones that used to work in those factories. And whether it's true or not, they blame the people in Washington yes. for not having their job anymore. So combine that with the fact that he's talking directly to them, promising them change. They're gonna bring them back. They're gonna bring all those jobs from overseas, from China, from Mexico, wherever. They're gonna bring them back here. Yeah. So there's that, and then there's the fact that Trump also 
has no experience in office. Yeah. And I, so he's I, a wild card. And I, yeah, and I can't. And I, I believe I said this in the other one. There's there's just this sense of potential with him that you you don't know. He could end up being a total failure, and you could end up throwing it in my face probably less than four. I'm years. not. I'm not that petty. I wouldn't throw it in your face specifically. I wouldn't hold it. I wouldn't no, hold it against I'm, you there. I would. I have nothing against you, my friend. I have things against a lot of Trump supporters and people who voted for Trump, but not you specifically because uh, we've talked about it on the pod and off the pod a lot and I understand where you're coming from. You're not doing this as some like you're you're playing the odds like maybe he's potentially could win the day. Uh, and, I, and I feel like there's a lot of people that thought like me in that you know, obviously like Trump's Trump's not ideal. Like don't don't stretch it like we're not throwing a party over here because Trump won. Cool, Trump won. Okay. For me that means okay Hillary didn't win and I I don't I don't I disliked Hillary more than I disliked Trump, if that's hard to believe. Okay. But I, I think that a lot of people were like me in that. It's just like, well, if if the DNC would have put out anybody slightly better than Hillary, it probably would have won by a landslide. But it's just the fact that nobody really liked either candidate, and a lot of people felt like you had to vote for one or the other. And I was actually talking to a coworker of mine, and I think she said her husband had voted, I believe, for Gary Johnson. And she had asked me, like, you know, like, why would you, like, you know, he didn't want to vote at first. He was like, my vote doesn't even count. You know, like, yeah. they only have 5% of the vote anyway. Like, it's not really going to make a difference. And I'm like, well, with that kind of logic, of course it's not going to make a difference. But if you went and did it and 10 other people went and did it and they talked to 10 other people and they're like you know what let's let's vote for this guy we like him you yeah. actually can make a difference but uh, momentum and motivation is contagious but so is apathy apathy and you know cynicism is also equally contagious so if you spread this message of it doesn't matter then other people are going to be like well i guess it doesn't matter because we are social creatures we are we conform. We kind of feed off other people. It's just how we're. That's how we're made up and shit like that. And I want to talk. I want to get something on the record because I'm gonna get shit for this probably for the next four years. So I didn't vote for Trump, but I also didn't vote for Hillary because I, like an idiot, this was a very short-sighted decision of mine. And if you want to find me and ridicule me, please go ahead. I can't. I really don't have any ammo against you. But just hear me out. So for my vote, I in Texas, you can write in. And I do live in Texas. This is being recorded in Texas. So I voted, and I already knew Texas was going red. I knew Texas was going Trump. I, it didn't matter. I thought it was like, it doesn't matter who I vote for. That's the logic I'm talking about. Yeah. So I did vote, and I legitimately voted for every other office in on the ballot. Like, I voted for everything. Like, I weighed the issues. I read up on it because I got to hand it to Texas. They do provide a lot of resources to Educate yourself. So, all your local stuff. Yeah, yeah, all the local stuff. Because I think those are more important than a presidential election. I, I, That's just what I believe. I think presidential elections are some kooky thing that happens every, like, like people who announce the run they're running for president usually happen, like, two years before the election, right? And then, like, there's the primaries, like, a year or so before the election. And then there's another year of, like, or a year or so of general elections. So, like, you all have, like, you have, like, a year and a half or two years leading up to an election. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like that's just too crazy, like two crazy years that we lead up to it. But then, for the most part, once it's over, we kind of just deal with it and don't really care about presidential elections. So, I knew my vote didn't count. Well, you can yeah. argue I felt like my vote didn't count. Okay. 
So, as a joke, I wrote in Barack Obama. As a joke. I should have voted for Hillary. It wouldn't have made a difference. But at the same time, it's the principle. And I learned that now. And I deserve to be laughed at and shame on me for doing that. Because that is exactly the kind of attitude that... Probably won him the election. That resulted in Trump winning the election. Along with those angry rural voters. And so, I mean... If you gave me a chance to do it over again, I would. But I mean, by like hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Yeah, I mean, he was Obama's a good guy. I mean, I, I could see why people would want to do it, but technically, he's not an eligible candidate yeah. at all. So, it, you know, you may it as well was pointless. Just, you it may was, well it was just, a really dumb, short sighted joke. You may as well have just written in Harambe yeah. or these nuts like fourteen thousand other people did. <laughs> okay, Shame but I also want, in my defense, not really helps, but I'm just saying, if I lived in a swing state. Virginia, Ohio, Florida, one of these major states, I wouldn't have done that. Because I obviously swing states, the reason they're called swing states, they matter more than I'm sorry, this is an election, it's a game, it's a process, it's how are we winning this game? There are more valuable moves than other. I'm sorry. Like I lived in Louisiana. We've lived Stephen still lives in Louisiana. I used to live in Louisiana. It didn't matter what our vote counted in the presidency because it's not about popular vote. It's about the electoral college so if the states and it's not like i think maine and there's another state that is that splits it right i think it's wisconsin or something like that where they like split votes depending on congressional districts and all that stuff so it's i I know what you're talking about i don't know what's which i I know maine i know maine's one of them but yeah trump only won like i think it was it was was a small state yeah trump won Oh yeah, no, it is Maine. So I'm looking at a map here, and it's it's half blue and half red. So he won three out of four. Yeah. And Hillary won the other one. Yeah. So I, it just it, it's winner take all when it comes to electoral college votes. So it doesn't really matter if you don't live in a swing state. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm just explaining myself. I'm not saying I don't deserve criticism. Like I said, please, if you want to call me out on my bullshit. I will not stop you. I will just nod and say, you're right. I shouldn't have done that. We all make mistakes, even at 26. Uh, it's a, It just doesn't matter. But I, on the flip side, I really did care about the local elections. I really did my research. Um, there were a lot of names on the list. I can't recall every vote I made, but I do. I definitely voted Democratic on pretty much all of them because that's just that's just how I lean. I'm not a Democrat. You know why I don't? This is, this election is exactly why I don't like de- why I don't like the Democratic Party. This was a layup election for them. They had the easiest. They literally had an open lane to the basket, and then pulled an Andre Iguodala. And Trump was LeBron and snuck up and blocked that shit out the fucking park. I was just like, oh, the Democrats. Y'all have so much potential. Most of the time, in my opinion, you're, you have the moral high ground and you fucking lose. It's just, ugh. Y'all drive me crazy with that shit. I mean, there's, like I said, there's, there's so many different things that, that could have been why he won. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's because I, I just think that there wasn't enough people that came out to vote against him. Yeah. Um, and if you look at the numbers, 40 of the, there were, I think, close to two, just over 200 million people that were actually eligible to vote. Yeah. Only 112 million of them actually showed up. So 46% of people didn't vote. Yeah. That could vote. Could have voted. And only 25% voted for Trump. 25% yeah. voted for Hillary. So yeah. it's just like, were all those people that 
could have actually prevented her from getting in office. Well, there's rumors of like voter suppression laws and the Voting Rights Act did get kind of gutted by the Supreme Court and it's but that's it's that unfortunate. Still a lot of you know what? Just didn't show up. You know what I'm not mad about? As much as Trump lambasted the system for being rigged, a system that elected him, he won fair and square. I'm not like this is shady as shit. I don't buy these results. The system worked. N nothing shady, to my knowledge, that's come out. Nothing bad. Nothing unscrupulous happened. Nothing. No conspiracy. Nothing Trump's happened. I, it's, I don't feel cheated is what I'm saying. I'm mad. I'm upset. I'm disappointed in the results, but I'm, I don't feel cheated. Like, I'm not like, oh, this is horse shit. It's like, no. Trump's supporters were, were more vocal and more determined than everybody else. So it's like, congratulations, you won fair and square. I'm still upset about it, but I don't feel cheated is what I'm saying. So what, one thing I want to discuss is something you've talked about. I'll let you go off on this because I feel like I've been hogging the conversation. But you were talking to me about how you're, you're tired of people, of everyone generalizing Trump supporters as racist and sexist and xenophobic and all that shit. You were talking about that's an unfair criticism and shit like that. So. Oh, I think it is. And would you, would you classify me as a racist and a, a bigot and everything else that's been thrown around? I, I think supporter? that you're, with all due respect, because I love you, buddy, but I think you have some very conservative... I think you have some unfavorable... Or, you know what? Maybe not unfavorable, but... You, I think you subscribe to some of the worst parts. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to make you sound like an asshole. I'm trying to say that you you, ex, you kind of accept that people are not flawed. Oh, hold on. Let me formulate maybe, what I'm maybe trying to Maybe I can help you. No. I, I consider myself as a full-on conservative. Yes. But at the same time, I'm always there to, to help others when, when they, you can. When they yes. need it. So, yeah. you know, I like... Okay, you're very unsympathetic. No offense. But I find you lack okay. sympathy. No, I agree with that. Okay. I, I, I have no sympathy for a, a lot of things. So that's how I am, and I, I guess you could consider me a Trump supporter since I did vote for But him. I know you're not a racist because racist, you're not a hateful person. You're just an unforgiving person, which, I mean, I can't argue with you because I like to, as much as I'm painted as a pessimist, I like to believe in the good of people, but that recently, that faith in Humanity recently got rocked, obviously, but uh, anyway, please go, go on. So what we were getting at was um, he – I've seen a lot of his retweets and stuff, and obviously I expect it when you're one side, you're always going to show like, hey – Are you talking about me, my retweets? Yeah. Oh, wow. And amongst other people, but – you know, you, you show stuff like, hey, look, this is why all Trump supporters are bad, and they're all racist, and they're all that that stereotypical redneck, blue-collar guy that, that – I hate black people, blah, 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 and we're not, we're not all that. And my point to him was, for every instance you can find me of a Trump supporter doing something violent or something just unnecessary to a non-Trump supporter, I can, I can flip it and show you that the people at the DNC or the just Democrats, liberals, have also been as violent and as unnecessary, I guess is a good word, towards Trump supporters. So my point is, just like everything else in the world, each side has its own set of crazies, and each side has its majority being in the middle, and then it just comes down to your common core beliefs. Okay. Okay. Well, I agree with you that each side has its own set of crazies. I, I will give you this. I'll concede this, that the media, the, the liberal, that quote-unquote liberal media that they 
that conservatives like to lambast, even though there's an equally strong conservative media that they completely overlook. But right, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I that's, mean, there's both sides. Yeah, the liberal media, every time a Trump supporter, every time they demonstrate or display a Trump supporter, they were usually ignorant and hateful. They very rarely showed, like, reasonable, rational Trump supporters because they're not sexy, figuratively speaking. They're, they're not, like, caricatures. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not... They're not filling that expectation that people on the left have, and I'll I'll cop to that too. I've been I've been you know, I'm guilty of that too. Same same kind of Venn diagram there. Like I just assumed that most Trump supporters, or I I assumed that most Trump supporters were what did Hillary say? Deplorables. I'm like, Deplorables. yeah. I mean, she probably shouldn't have said that shit, but I didn't disagree with her. It's just some things you don't say, like you don't. But it's really unfair how. Hillary said one comment that was pretty much don't say. Trump said a bunch of shit that was you should never say and look how it turned out. But here's my question though. If you don't agree with everything he said, even the extreme shit, how do you rationalize that? I don't understand how people – I don't understand how you can rationalize some of the shit he said. Well, I've always told you that I, obviously I don't agree with everything he's done, yeah. ever done or said or, or any of that. But – you just kind of got to weigh things. I mean, there's there's going to be no perfect person that, like, wow, I agree with everything he's ever done. I mean, for example, if you would have taken the election seriously and um, you would have voted for Clinton, correct? Yeah, I would have. I would If I could do over, yes, I would totally You don't agree Clinton. with everything that, that Clinton's ever done? No. No, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of Hillary Clinton. I think that she's – I always thought – I think I said this at the time. I think she's overly ambitious. I think she's cunning and just – She's driven and she's like conniving and she does some backdoor deals while presenting this facade of like a wholesome person. I'm like, I don't believe you. I think you know where the bodies are buried. So, so, so how do you rationalize that that you would vote for him or vote for her rather over over him? I, it's that's a good point because I'm sure Hillary's done some shit for bankers on Wall Street that I'm not wouldn't be cool with. I she has she's flip flopped like she's changed her mind and shit like that and. She's changed her position. She has said some shit that I'm not really a fan of that she went back on and she voted for the war in Iraq. And look, I, I – So but, but I guess my question is so what, what makes you want to vote for her over him? It's just the fact that the statements and rhetoric he used I found unforgivable. I thought while Hillary has done some shit I'm not a fan of, I don't think she said anything that was offensive or hateful, uh, shady and unethical, maybe. But there's a difference between ethics and morality. They're not necessarily the same thing. I like I wouldn't say Trump has ever said anything truly hateful. He called Mexicans. We've we've gone over this so many times, and please don't think we're we're mad at each other when we talk about this shit. We, we we've had this conversation so many times. It's not even that big a deal. But he just he called. Okay, let me tell you something that he did in the past that. Uh, I still don't know how he got away with this shit. The Central Park Five, I think it's their Central Park Five. It was five uh, black teens that um, were accused of rape, right? Mm -hmm. And Trump put a full-page ad in the New York Times. I hope I'm getting all my facts right. If I'm not, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna edit this, but like that. But uh, might not be. He hates the New York Times. Yeah, yeah, he hates the New York Times. But uh, he he asked, he put a full-page ad for the death penalty. He's like, they should be killed. They should be, you know, killed. And uh, it turned out they were innocent. And he just 
threw it out there. Now, in his defense, he wasn't the only one calling for that shit. But at the same time, that's pretty like what? Dude, seriously? Like I mean, that's 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 what that's just kind of what happens today and I'm not I'm not trying to This happened a long this happened in the 90s for the record by the way. Yeah, or and, 80s, and, I think. I'm not and, sure. And a lot of that still kind of happens today where you get all these prejudgments before you actually get the facts out. Yes. So I'm not I'm not going to sit here and excuse him for that, but at the same time like we're we're all guilty of that. We all do that and that, that the large part of that is today's media. Um regardless of which network you watch. Um, they all do the same things and that everybody's given their opinion and at some point you forget that hey guys these are these are just opinions we don't really know what happened it's how, just yet it's well it's how he approached it he was so uncompromising he was so certain he was so assertive that i'm absolutely right this is the this is right and stuff like that he didn't qualify it he he very rarely qualifies what he says like i'm no expert but or this is just my opinion but it's his rhetoric is so aggressive that I just, I'm like, there's no gray area with him, it seems. There always seems to be this way or that way. This is the right way. That's the wrong way. Un- uncompromising, it appears. And we'll get into that a little bit later because I, I want to ask Stephen a question about that. It just seems like he's so, he's, su- he's such an asshole. Like, he just seems like an asshole. I'm not calling Hillary a princess or an angel here. Please do not think one means the other. What I'm saying is... He is such an asshole and seems so uncompromising and seems so dictatorial. That's not the type of person, well, maybe not the type, well, yeah, that's, that's not the type of person I want. And he's, I feel like he's manipulated people and I think he's, he used fear as a tactic. And I don't think that's a pro, that, that's, he used irrationality. That's what I have a problem with his whole campaign, the irrationality of his rhetoric and the aggressiveness that's my problem with him it's it just seems so unforgivable that that's just from where i'm coming from i mean it makes sense uh you know you you say that the way he ran his campaign i mean to me i I look at that but i guess i'm looking at it from more of a strategical thing oh it was effective yeah i mean like i'm like hands down like wow that that working like you're you know you were you were playing you were saying the right things yeah it's weird coming trump saying the right things but you were saying the right the, things. He wasn't saying the right things. He was saying the effective things. That's probably a better way to yeah. put it. He's saying the effective things that in the end has won him this election. Oh, yeah. I mean, as much as I hate to admit it, I got to respect the fact how effective he was. He was very – his campaign saw an untapped well that Democrats had for the most part overlooked. They kind of overlooked the white, middle-class, working poor, uh, rural vote. Like they just decided – Immigrants, minorities, that's, urban that, folks. That's the key word, right? They, yeah, minorities. Yeah, they they went for the minorities. Yeah, he went for the the majority. Yeah, the the white middle class working or working poor, and it just seems like I just don't. It just I can't. I just here's my thing, and I I'm, I'm I promise I'll give you more speaking time. I'm not trying to dominate the conversation, you but could. I pride myself on rationality. And I like to think you're irrational, sometimes to a fault. Maybe I am too, but I like to think you're a very. This is gonna. This is a bad. This word has a negative connotation, but I'd like to think of Stephen as calculating. You're very. You can see the forest through the trees. You can see the variables. You can see the formula and stuff like that. And you encompass. I feel like you encompass even the some of the blind spots I don't because I want to believe in the good of people. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Okay. 
and it drives me nuts. I don't. Under, I'm not trying to call you scheming or anything like that. I'm just you are your awareness for things that I don't want to look. You, I, I tend to overlook some things. You turn a blind. Eye. I turn a blind eye to because I'm like, no, that doesn't exist. And you're like, John, you need a reality check. This does happen, and you need to be aware of that kind of shit. And I like to believe, like I said, I like to believe in the good of people. I like to believe in the good in humanity. Like that overall. It'll all work out, you know. Rational people, rationality wins out over irrationality. Logic trumps emotion, and Trump. I got a huge, yeah, I know. <laughs> I got a huge reality check this past week. Like, I was shocked. Like, I'm not even gonna front. I was drinking during the election. I stayed up late to watch the. Fun- I didn't watch him call it, but like, you know how like I was watching CNN, but like a whole bunch of other people were calling states early and stuff like that. And yeah. once they realized, once I realized Trump had this shit in the bag and it was over, I need to figure out how the hell they call stuff. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we have less than one percent reporting, but we're we're confident that this. Day yeah, is- but I stayed up and drank the entire time, and I I went to bed and I got choked up, man. Like I was so disappointed, I was so upset because, like I said, this whole time I was like, "There's no way. It's impossible. It's not possible." But that speaks to my earlier blindsidedness of ignoring this huge voting block. Like, I'm guilty of it. A lot of people in our country are guilty of it. I just assumed that the rationality of people on the left and people on the moderates would would be enough to put her over the edge in the anger and the motivation and determination of this middle class, white, working, poor-ish would lose because I just didn't want to believe in that. Yeah, that's fair. And and, um, I I think I told you this. I know I told Rachel this the other day. I follow a a kind of sports guy on Twitter. Obviously, if you know me, you know that Sports, sports are my life. Like, yeah, we're as we're recording this, we're watching the Pittsburgh uh, Dallas game. So go, go Cowboys! Oh Pittsburgh. fuck them! It's just for this game. But yeah. anyway, I, I follow this one particular sports guy who every now and then they, they do mention the election. And one of the things that he's it's kind of hard. Is, it was kind of hard this year not yeah, to talk about the election. Yeah. So even even on even on TV, all like on sports networks. Yeah, you had it, the election. It infected everything. Yeah. So this particular guy, he, he used to always say, he's like, don't believe, don't believe, you know, what you see on Twitter. Twitter is a different, it, it's a different world. Twitter does not represent. Are you talking about Whitlock? World. Yeah, I am talking about oh, Whitlock. Whitlock. Jason Whitlock, for everybody, if you want to go look him up, maybe I'll get on a show one day. He, he always says that Twitter does not represent real life. And I have to agree with him, especially now, because I feel like I have proof now. If you were to go on Twitter... 48 hours before the election leading up to it, you would think, wow, this is going to be a land. You would think what everybody thought. This is going to be an absolute landslide. Well, okay, I'll let you finish, but I want to speak to that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I I cut you you off. You thought it would be his landslide. Yeah. But obviously, as it turned out, it it didn't. So, you can't... I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. You can't... You can't... You can't take that as for granted, and you can't take that as reality. Yeah, and I well, and to that you can't, can't. Um, well, actually, I can tell you that probably played a lot to the the, the logic of oh, she's gonna win. Yeah. Um, you could you could actually you could blame a lot of that on social media too. Yeah. Uh, well, that, well, what I wanted to say before I really interjected was, uh, we've become, and I hate to think of this because I, it, it just uh, mentioning it implies that I uh, implies that I could be. I could be vulnerable to this. I could be susceptible to this. Is we kind of follow the news and the outlets and the people we like to hear from. Like, 
I follow. I like to believe I follow around a, 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 a like a, a a well-rounded group of people. But I just thought I don't follow Fox News. I follow CNN. I follow MSNBC. I follow New York Times. I follow a whole bunch of stuff. I don't follow Fox News. I don't follow Breitbart. I don't follow Rush Limbaugh. I don't follow Glenn Beck. I don't follow all these conservative, right-leaning people, outlets, like media. I don't follow these people. So it speaks to the divide. Like we, we, there is two different Americas going on now, and I, I, we're we're pretty young guys, relatively speaking, and we, I don't know. Older folk have said this is the most divided they've ever seen. I don't know about that. I, I, it's kind of hard, like, to make that assertion because we, this country has been around for 204 years. It's gone through some pretty shitty times. Well, but you, you can make the case that it, um, it is for sure the most divided you've ever seen it. Yeah. That, that'll, in my opinion, I think that you can make the case that uh, we've always been divided. Yeah. But you just don't. Hear you about would, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. The vocalization. Yeah, you can you can actually see it. Yeah, much and the, now. and you can hear it. Because social media has given voices to think about it, like twenty years ago in the nineties, right? If rural America was upset, what did they do? They wrote letters, or that's it. Like there was no, you couldn't hear the voices of America. Like it's like the only way they could tell who, what people were watching was because some people in the country had Nielsen boxes, and that determined ratings. I don't even know what that is. It's a Neil. It, that's it's a pretty anyway. That's a conversation for another day. Yeah, maybe America, this is America. Maybe this has always been America. This divide, this conflict, this... Every, just, I mean, you can make the case that every now and then there are just some racial tensions. And, yeah. You know, once, it's always once, something. It doesn't always yeah. have to be race. Usually it's class. I, 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 would, I don't know about class. I, I, don't, I don't remember the last time we've had a, a big thing that, that specifically had to do with, with, with class and nothing to do with race. Because I feel like everything well, has to do with race. Well, I'm not saying it didn't involve race. Class and race are very closely tied in our country because, obviously, for the longest time, for a good majority of our country's existence, minorities have either been property or disenfranchised. So, yeah, like so that would lead to their status of living as poor so it's it's only now that progress is being made to for that 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 gap to be lessened so what were we talking about God, I don't remember. we're all over the place okay the question i wanted to ask you though and the question i always find fascinating and i don't want to get too ahead of ourselves here but trump made a lot of promises wouldn't you agree he made a lot of promises yeah here's what i'm afraid of and i don't know if i mentioned this to you but there's two ways this is going to go down or, okay, there's two ends of a spectrum this could go down, and it'll probably be somewhere in the middle. Either he does everything he says he's going to do. Build the wall, deport millions, ban Muslim immigrants. Well, hold on. If we're saying deport millions, again, deport millions of illegals, people who aren't here legally. Just for the record, throwing that out there. Okay. But continue. Illegals that tons of American corporations and businesses have profited off of, by the way. But Shame they can take their money... But they want him gone. Okay. All right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Either he's going to do everything he said or he's not going to do everything he said or some combination of the two. There is a – there are crazies on both sides, right? There are crazies that expect him to deliver 100%, 90%, whatever, whatever the success rate they expect. Either he does everything he says he's going to do and – it terrifies me everything he promised or he's not going to be able to do everything he he wanted to do 
and they're going to be pissed the fuck off and realize this man has also lied to them. And that's my biggest thing. It's like, you don't understand, like, he's lying to y'all. He's lying to them. He keeps promising jobs to come back. Trust me, if jobs could come back, they would have come back. The reason why jobs left is because the American worker is too expensive for businesses to be profitable. We expect things. We have expectations. That shit is expensive. Fucking kids in Thailand working 12-hour days don't have expectations because the bare minimum that they, that they get is so much lower than American bare minimum. Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, I, We could make the same product that they could there, but we would make it at 10 times the cost. Yeah. Make it for pennies and then, in, in Thailand. And then the sales price would go up. And then the other problem is automation. You don't need workers to man the factory anymore. You need one guy working a server to control all the automation on the website. We're not, we're not totally there yet, but it is kind of moving that way. That's, it's slowly but surely creeping that way. So it's like, make America great again. Let's not even talk about the uh, racial implications of that. Let's just talk about the economic implications of that. The 1980s are gone. The 1970s are gone. 1960s are gone. As far as our economic prosperity, they're never coming back. The world caught up with us. The rest of the world was recovering from a world war. We had two superpowers, Russia and us. Russia collapsed. It was just us. So for a while there, we didn't really have any competition. And then slowly the world bounced back. And our companies, to make money, more money, because that's the point of all businesses. I'm sounding like a fucking communist right now, ain't I? Uh, I'm sounding like a fucking Marxist. They, they outsourced the jobs to Mexico, NAFTA, that he always criticized, because that's cheaper labor. Little business lesson here. There are you have fixed costs and variable costs. Like your 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 uh, cable bill is a fixed cost. It's this much, that much every month, no matter what. Except after the twelfth month, but anyway. Anyway, and then you have variable costs, stuff you can control. Groceries. Yes. Uh, your, your, your electric your, bill. Your electric bill. Your water bill. Labor is one of the few what is is a major variable cost that employers and businesses can control. So that's why if you've ever been a manager, if you're not utilizing your workforce as much as you can, you need to send someone home because that's just eating clock. That's just taking money out of the business's pockets and without anything showing for it, without results coming out of it. So you need to labor is one of the few one of the major variable costs that employers can control. So they want the cheapest labor. They want to maximize profits by paying as little as they can, but maximizing results. Optimize, it's called optimization. Unless Americans are willing to go down on their expectations of what they expect, lunch breaks, like you can work so many hours without receiving a break. Unless they're willing to do all that shit and lower minimum wage, those jobs aren't coming back, man. The jobs are not coming back. So how does he expect to fucking change anything? Yeah, exactly. That's the other problem that he did. When you asked him his plan, what did he say? I'll tell you when I get there. It's like, no, that's not how things work. Yeah, but but at the same time, I mean that that played into that played into how what kind of campaign he was running, and that you know you knew what you were going to get with Hillary, and for the most part, you didn't like it, so it worked. I mean, even even if he has shit plans, I mean, why why would he tell you? Like if he could just if he could just beat you around the bush there. Once again, Stephen is not condoning these. He's not condoning these actions. He's simply saying it's effective. Yeah, what he's, what he's done is is effective, and that's why he is where he's at now. But it's 
But I mean, is it, is it so bad to want to aspire for that? I mean, like, have we ever... That's a con man. That's what a con man does. He promises you the world, promises a fortune, and then swindles you out of something without delivering anything. That's what a con man is. Well, A confidence man. He sells you confidence. Well, has anybody actually tried, like, made it like a point of emphasis to try and bring back jobs to the U.S.? Every, what do you think about, every person has tried to that's every every politician runs on family values more or less depending on which type of family you're from and strengthen the economy that's what every politician runs on everyone every single one of them no politician is going to run you know that economy we have let's fuck things up and see what happens but like, is, is any, has anybody at least in the, the recent memory run it to the extent that, that he has to the point where he's making blue states go red because they actually want to give this a shot. That's the irrationality of his campaign and the irrationality of their expectations. It's like, and you could talk, that could speak to the how, without sounding dismissive and you know snobbish, how uneducated his voters might have been because they're not familiar with these, familiar with lies and, Are you and how the economics works and finance so works. You would say that you believe it's it's impossible. I'm nothing is impossible. Well, As I learned this week, nothing is fucking impossible. Well, but let's let's give him a shot. I mean, you know, that's 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 what I'm saying. It's like I I, I tend to agree with you that that yeah, it's it's probably a bit far fetched. I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as far far as far fetched. <laughs> but you know, it's it's obviously not likely. But as far as I can remember, I mean, he's putting a, a, a really large part of it, and he's he's really he's really pushing it. To try and bring jobs back, and you know, I was like, "Why not?" I mean, well, let's 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 give him a shot. I mean, we, I know what I'm going to get on the other side, and I don't like it, so let's let's give him a shot. That's so irrational. That's like, you know what that is? That's there's a family, <laughs> there's a family guy episode. I don't know if you remember it, but uh, Peter is Peter and Lois are on a game show, and they're like, "Here's your here's your yacht, right? And here's the mystery box." It's like, <laughs> and he goes with the mystery box. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's that's that's. that's kind I, of I know that's not that's but not Hillary that's a false equivalent. Not a yacht. That's uh, Hillary is like a used jalopy that we're like. I mean, it'll get us from point A to B. Well, hold on, John. Let me let me let me, let me throw you around though. Let, okay. Let me, let me put that out there. Like, you could you could have this this kind of sort of boat. It yeah. might work. It you know it probably won't. It'll stay. do. You, it, you'll know exactly what you're gonna get out of. You you'll get from point A to point B. It's nothing nice. Or you could. Take a chance at the mystery box. You might get a yacht. You might get a boat that's kind of like the other one. You Sinking get, as well, yeah. You might get a boat that's already underwater. I, maybe. I don't know. Are you saying you would at least think about the mystery box? Not if the person who was trying to sell me the mystery box was an asshole, was a bully, said some sexist and racist shit. No. I'm sorry. You're selling me a false bill of goods. I don't buy you what you're selling. You need to get the fuck out of my face. Give me... The rickety boat that I know what I'm getting, it'll get me from point A to B. I'm sorry, dude. Status quo. It's the devil you know. I'm not saying, as, as bad as that sounds, I'm sorry. It's the fact that what he's promising is so highly, not impossible, implausible. And you could argue that this man has already done the implausible. But he it, it makes it seem like his tactics for getting shit done is going to be basically bully other nations and bully corporations to do what he wants them to do this is also a man who has a shit like he he ran on his business record this man 
has exploited bankruptcy laws and exploited so many loopholes. It's like, yeah, you, you, but didn't you call Hillary Clinton shady? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That, that's just, that's politics 101, though. They're, well, that's business. That's business all, all 101. Politici- all politicians are going to be hypocrites, regardless. Yes, yes. Like, but, Ob- like, in all fairness, Obama preached peace. Obama preached acceptance. He also expanded the NSA's role. He also authorized more drone strikes than any other president has ever. Well, I mean, relatively speaking, because drone strikes didn't exist probably before like nineteen something, nineteen ninety something. But at the same time, it's like he, he, there's Obama's done some shady shit. I'm, yeah, I'm not. And 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 to your point uh, with Obama, there's he obviously endorsed Clinton now. Yeah. So which means that he thought that she was fit for president. Yeah. But when they were running against the Joe, hilarious because then you know. <laughs> Trump campaign pulled out of the pocket like, well, back in 2008, you kind of Well, you could say the same shit because... But no, my point is it's, it's, hypocr- it's all hypocritical. Yeah, because like, Trump, when he went to the White House, said all the shit about Obama, but when he's in the same room with him... Oh, I know. I, was, I thought that was funny. I was telling Rachel, I was like, I think this is so hilarious. The same dude that was so, like, probably the most... Ardent. Like, ardent. Ardent yeah. against Obama. Like, show me, show me, like, your citizenship and all yeah. this stuff. is the same dude who is going to shake his hand yeah. as they switch spots. Yeah. And oh. it's so hilarious. It's it's not funny. It's I, sad. I, I got to chuckle. When I when it finally hit me, I was like, you know what? I was like, wow. It's, like, this is really about to happen. But, okay, so back to my original question. When those people, I'm on the, I believe that he's going to fail. Now, you don't know yet. We don't know yet. I'm speculating. I'm projecting. I, I'm saying with my own opinion that I project that he will fail and he will not deliver. What do you think is going to happen when that happens? Do you think people are going to flip out? And when he fails? If, if he fails. If he fails. If he fails. Okay. Well, what, what – I guess I would need some kind of example. Are we talking specifically about jobs? Uh, yes. Let's say – let's take the big thing he ran on was – Making America great again economically. That was the big thing he ran on, right? Like bringing jobs back, making us profitable, getting rid of the debt, getting rid of all these negative economic burdens and shit like that. Fixing fixing the economy, okay. right? So how, how long are you going to give him before we start saying, okay, you, you messed it up? We're, we're going to go with, let's say, two years? I would give him – I'll give him under three. Under three? So we'll, Max, say- like – Two years and five, four, uh, 355 days, right? Two, two, two and a half years. Somewhere yeah, around there, yeah. Okay, so if, if two, two and a half years from now... And well, mind you, he can't do any more damage than that's... He can't make the situation worse, all right? I'm just saying... Well, he's got a starting point, and obviously yeah. he can go down or, or up, yeah, depending yeah. on what he does. At that point, if we don't have any kind of significant, noticeable economic growth, yes. and it looks like he's not really doing... What he promised to do, mm-hmm. he for sure ain't getting back in. Yeah, but I'm worried about the destruction, the chaos. The we need to we've been lied to because these people, like he promised, he was like you've been lied to before. I'm not lying to you. Trust me. Well, and it, this is this is why I was actually I was I was pretty excited about the fact that the Republicans also got the House and the Senate as well. Yes, this is because, also because now all the pressure, in my opinion, is is going to be on Trump. You made me all these promises. You yes. said you're going to do all this stuff. Now you got the House and the Senate yeah. and the majority to approve. And also, he's going to be making a Supreme Court nomination. That as well. He's got everything going his way. So he, 
there, there's there's almost nothing stopping which I get from the other side is the scary part that, that is terrifying them, that's the really thing that scared me Tuesday night because there's there's really not a lot if, if if the Republicans really do decide to back him yeah. so let's say that there's yeah. two years so they're like all right let's see what you got because Go try it. because the Republicans didn't win Donald Trump like the Republican Party for the most part was fractured over Trump like they were split down the middle and now most of them have come reeling back like please love us please accept us because you're in charge now we don't want to be like the guy who you pissed off because uh, according to rumors he has a list of enemies that betrayed him and threw him under the bus, and now he's coming after them. Well, if you notice, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the Republicans that lost in their elections, yeah, uh, were all a lot of the ones that went against Trump. Yeah, so they they're already kind of getting some karma there. But anyway, back to the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back sorry, to the question. Sorry. So, in my opinion, he's got all the pressure on him now to actually do the things that he says he is because yeah. there's 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 nothing stopping him. He's got majority in both houses. He can get just about whatever he wants approved, yeah. you know, obviously as long as the... But here's the thing, though. It, it, it's not like he's going to put in a bill that's going to say, I'm going to be dictator of the world and I'm going to take over and I'm going to send all these non-white people nah. back to country and stuff. Like, come on. Like, the, the Republicans are not going to let him do that. They, they, well, the said, they're not going to They're not going to go for that. The same way that Patriot Act, right? That was called for a lot of unconstitutional stuff. They didn't call it the unconstitutional bill. They called it the Patriot Act. Like mm-hmm. they put a spin on it. They put rhetoric on it and stuff right. like that. So he won't he won't become mind fuel Trump. He'll be, you know, President Trump who's practically a dictator. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't think that's that's going to necessarily happen because we have the other side that is so far against it and they're going to be watching his every step and yeah. every every step of the, everything every step of the way just to make sure that Yeah, get one of the part. one of the things we live in now is your mistakes will be documented. Yeah, everybody's gonna know if you would try anything. So yeah, exactly. That said, that's why that's why I don't. That's why I personally don't fear that he's gonna become Adolf Hitler or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Even if he even if he wanted to, because I don't I don't think he's gonna have that much power. At some point, you're just like, okay, dude, you're, you're our own party. We don't. You gotta. We're not. You gotta. No, you gotta. Is, t- you gotta chill the fuck out. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta go. This is this is bad. So I think he's in a, in a good spot now. Like if if. If the, the Democrats had the House and the Senate and he was in president, he's going to fail. Yes. Like, 100%, like, he's he's doomed. There, there's nothing. He's not getting anything approved. He's not going to be able to make any changes. But now that he has the House and the Senate, yeah. like I said, I think he's got all the pressure now. Mm-hmm. That's like, dude, there is nothing stopping you. You have got to make some changes. You've got to make it better. You've got to deliver. You've got to deliver and, and, and keep your word. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't look i'm not saying i don't want him to succeed because if he succeeds and does what he wants to do i'm not talking about social issues i'm not talking about immigration i'm not talking about all that shit i'm not talking about like civil liberties i'm talking strictly economic things the things he claimed the results he proclaimed would happen if he can deliver on that theoretically hypothetically those would be good for everybody but and we are all on the same team here. We are all on the same team. And he didn't say, white America great again. He said, America great again. And he promised in his acceptance speech or his victory speech, he'll reach out and try and lead a united states. But I here's the thing about that. If anybody challenges him, I feel like he's petty enough and temperamental enough that he'll lash out, which is very, very unprofessional. But nobody cares because... He stays winning, I guess. I don't. Oh God, the more I think about this shit. Uh, but I just, I, I just don't know, man. I just don't know. I. Well, this, nobody, nobody knows. We just, we, we all just got to sit back, and this is, this is me to everybody else here. 
we all just got to sit back and just kind of hope for the best. And if he does something that we don't like, we all got to come together and we got to make sure it doesn't happen. But uh, coming together, we don't come together. Like even in nine eleven, we weren't together. We were we sh- we were we were outraged, but we came together. We agreed that this was awful, but we couldn't agree on what to do about it. Like that's that's a whole other thing. We can all agree that something's fucked up. Like we all agree that like pedophiles are awful people. But then some people think re- rehabilitation. Other think castration and murder. But it's like it, there's there's two ways of going about everything. So can we agree on the best way? And that's I don't think that's well, possible because well, we're so big. If we get to that point, I think we'll be okay. Because if, if at that point we've already decided that we need to get this man out, it's just a matter of how we do it. But at that point, we're still going to get him out, right? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. The rumor is like I believed that one. I know he's not winning re-election. I'll say that again. I'll go out on a limb again and say this man is not going to win re-election because I think, like I said earlier, he's going to fail miserably. But I don't think he'll be re-elected. And Ooh, question on that real quick. Let me, let me just – Okay. I don't think he'll be re-elected. Do you think he could do something so stupid he'd get impeached? Um, or do you think he's got he – would, He would have to go way – he would have to go off – like way off the tracks in yeah. a sense of like, dude, you're doing something that like – you're doing something you promised you wouldn't do. Yeah. Like, he would have to... He'd have to go way off. There would have to be, like, something well, serious. Well, I mean, I'll remind everyone, the audience listening, Capone didn't go down for all the murder and killing he ordered and orchestrated. He went down for not paying his taxes. So it's little stuff that usually gets people. Well... Like, yeah. like Bill Clinton was impeached for lying under oath about a sexual affair. He didn't... It's not because he cheated on his wife or did anything like that. He lied under oath. It's little things like that. Yeah, well, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he'll get impeached. I don't think it's possible for him to get impeached for anything. Like if he, if he says something stupid yeah. or grab him by the, you know what, again, yeah. like that ain't gonna get him impeached. Hell, that got him elected, so it's certainly not gonna get him impeached. I but if say, he remains unchecked, is what if I'm the country starts to drop, yes. and it just looks like wow, you are just making this country as a complete whole just worse. Yeah. I, could, I could see it happening, but I don't think it would ever be. A drastic enough drop that they would have to impeach him. Like for example, I don't think it would happen. It's not that wouldn't happen in the next two years. Yeah, that wouldn't be something that would have to be like very. Graphic. He'd have to fall on his face out the gate. Right. So to your question of him being actually impeached, I don't think he'd get impeached because I think at that point it would be too late anyway, yeah. and they they would just be like whoever's next is going to come in. Well, the 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 other problem is uh, as awful as Trump is, I really think Mike Pence is on a new level of awful. So if they impeached him. This is the same dude. Why, who, what, do you, what, what do you what do you what do you not like about Mike Pence? Because you know, like, I feel he like was governor of Indiana. The fuck was that? Oh, that was my tablet. Okay, he is governor. He was governor of Indiana, and he did want to do that. Like, I think was it religious protection or religious freedom stuff? Oh, okay. Where he was like, okay, yeah. where like uh, a, a a business could turn down a gay couple because they don't believe in that shit. It's like, well, no, that's not how this works. Like. Like, you're 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 mainly against him for his, his social issues, yes. Right, his social and, and religious um, issues there, and how he implements that into yeah. his policies. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so I mean, I, I get that coming from you. Yeah, uh, I, I have I have no issue with him. Nothing that I've seen. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be out there grabbing people by the you know what's and <laughs> doing all the other stuff. So I mean, it can't get any worse, right? Um, uh, so, well, that's the that's the question, right? That's the question. That's what it all boils down to. Can it get any worse? Oh. Uh, well, that's the thing. He's risky. That's what Trump is. He's risky in my mind. He's dangerous. I'm sorry. He's dangerous. His approach seems dangerous because, like, 
He's a bully. He's a bully. He's an asshole and a bully. And his approach is to bully people and manipulate the situation to where all you have to do is work with him. He's uncompromising. You work with me. This is my. I'm dictating the terms. You deal with me. But he's dangerous. But you don't. You don't really have a choice at this point. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like well, we do. Well, we don't have a choice. But other nations have a choice. We can. They can decide not to work with us. Yeah, we're 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 the largest economy in the world. But at the same time, it's like yeah. I was about to say. I was like. I mean, for you not to get in, in bed with us as another nation, it's kind of like, especially if you if you already are like. I, you're gonna lose a lot economically. Like that, that, that might not, that might not be a thing. Like but then he's gonna. But that's not because of him. That's right. because of us. So when, he, when that, if that happens, he's gonna take credit for that, and he's gonna be like, well, it's because of me. It's like, no, you're oversimplifying the situation. You asshole. I'm sorry. It's just the fact that he oversimplifies very complex social, cultural, economic issues, and se- because he, he apparently is a brilliant guy. I mean, he's brilliant. In a certain aspect, I mean, he's, he's got his benefits. He's not all. He's not all evil. Hands you can't get well. He's not a dummy because if you were dumb, you'd have to be incredibly lucky to go as far as he has and been as relevant and existed as long as he has financially. So he's not an idiot. He's just unscrupulous and he's an asshole. Yeah, I've never had a problem with the thought of an asshole being in office. I mean, that's. That's just personally for me like that. That's why that's why I don't think like a lot of the stuff he says and maybe you think he's a douchebag for it. That I, I just like you know it's like whatever. I'm not I'm not worried about you being an asshole or whatnot. But that's that's just me personally. Um, I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about it uh, because you said there's no way he'd win a primary. There's no way he'd win a nomination. There's certainly no way he'd win an election. Yeah, you got to remind me of that. Are you are you willing to go out on the limb on the record to say that there is literally no chance at all zero. No way he would ever get elected for a second term. And if not, um, if, if, you, if you do agree that there's no way, you know how, you're telling me that there's no promise. Like if he keeps one promise, for example, you don't think that they would see that and be like, he's making progress. We got to get him back. Well, the, it also depends on his competition, obviously. It depends on who the Dems put up. Um, depends on his track record at the end of this. At the end of his term, and statistically speaking, incumbents have a better shot, have a better chance. They have an advantage over challengers of being elected. Like Jimmy Carter, he had unfortunate events happen to him. That's why he didn't get reelected. But most of, and and Bush Senior didn't get reelected. But that's because he kind of got stuck with the bag because of Reagan economics and stuff like that. And then kind of got thrown into the fire. And well, it was because like he promised no new taxes and all this shit and. That's not viable. Like sometimes t- new taxes have, have to happen. That's just the way shit happens. And sometimes uh, the the U.S. economy is just like every financial system. There's ebbs and flows. There's good days. There's bad days. People take hits. People have bad quarters. People have great quarters. It just happens that way sometimes. It all depends on how the chips fall. But like, so it's very hard. It's uh, I'm not saying that incumbents always win. Obviously they don't. But I said this about both candidates because. If Hillary was, wasn't going to win now, she definitely wasn't going to win a weird election. So it's like, I, I don't think he's going to, I just, as wrong as I was about this, as big as a whiff I took on this, as much crow as I have to eat for the next four years, and the shame I have to endure, rightfully so, for the idiot joke vote that I did, 
I I can't see it. I just think that there's no way. There's no way. No way. I, I'm sorry. There's like, you literally, that's like asking me, so this Powerball winner, think he's going to win it again? It's like, no. It's, I, I just can't fathom that. I can't fathom that. Even though there is a chance. There's anyway, always a chance. Hell, I'm an atheist. There's a chance I'm wrong. So I, I, I think it's I think it's mainly just because I know you don't want to believe it. I, I think that's a large part of it. But you don't think you don't think there's any scenario where he actually did does what he promises. We do have all this um, growth, this positive what, growth. All these good things are happening. That that could at end what up cost? Getting, at what cost? At what cost? We'll who who has to lose for him to win? We'll find out. Minorities. Uh, maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't believe uh, this thing going around. It's like you know, he, he Trump was never been a racist before he started to run for president. Now all of a sudden, he was never a vocal racist. racist. There's a difference. No, I see. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't buy that either. No, I, I don't. I don't see that. But okay, well, let's say he wasn't a racist before then, or didn't believe have racist tendencies and racist beliefs when he wasn't running for president. So he was willing to throw all that. If he was, let's say he wasn't a racist. Let's say he was progressive. Let's say he was like very inclusive. So he's willing to throw that shit out the window to win president. What does that say about a man? His that means his ethics is flexible. Well, you see, because again, there's two ways to look at everything. See, that that's your initial thought. My initial thought is, wow, this dude is willing to do whatever it takes. No, I don't want a guy who's willing to. That's like saying I'm willing to rob someone just because the other way is harder. That's like no. And just for the record, I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he's willing to do whatever it takes. Like, man, you know, I'm. I'm. I'm glad he's a terrible person just to be president. But that that idea of doing whatever it takes is usually a good thing to have. Within reason. Within reason, sure. But I mean, and that's all subjective. That's all depends on your own moral compass or ethical. It's, it's compass. good to start something, and whether you know, it's relevant whether it's good or bad. It's good to start something and then have the. The, the attitude of I need to get this done it, it, it's, it's a good thing to have so it's not it, it's not don't take whatever needs to be done to do it as a bad thing look I'm alright with people doing some horrible things if there's no other option if there's no other option I can understand where you're coming from like uh, if you have to steal bread to feed your family because you have no other option you've tried everything else but here's the thing I don't think he's going to try everything else. I think he's going to be an asshole from the jump because that's how he has succeeded in life when I don't think you need to be an asshole to succeed. You can be inclusive. You can be fair. You can be compromising. You can be – think of the big picture. You can think of everyone. You can try and be compassionate. You can try and be empathetic and sympathetic. You don't have to be an asshole to win. Does being an asshole help? It can when you have no other option. Would you would you not would you not agree that maybe 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 he was only doing that because that's what needed to be done for for it to be effective for him to actually get there? I mean, would you say that everything that he's done So he's a liar. But we already said most politicians are liars and hypocrites. And hypocrites anyway. Well, I guess what I'm saying is uh, all these things that we Okay, so for example, and I said this a while back. I never I don't think I said it on the other pod. John would always come to me, especially early on when Trump was running, and he would say this thing. It's like, wow, I can't believe he did that. He's such an asshole, yada, 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 and I hope he doesn't win and all that. And I'm like, well, then stop talking about it because all these all these negative things they do are just helping his campaign, and it helped it so much that it got him elected. So I guess what I'm saying is 
are they really that that negative thing? That maybe maybe he did that because it's going to get people to talk about me, and the more people talk about me, it's going to make me better. So I'm just <sighs> saying is maybe maybe he is a liar. And you that, don't that, have to be an asshole for people to talk about you. Obama got talked about, but he wasn't an asshole. He got inspired. He he basically did the same thing Trump did. He came out of nowhere. He had a little bit of experience, but well, not I mean, a lot. He also, he also had a lot of, a lot to do with it. Had a lot to do with the fact that he was on the verge of becoming our first African American president. And also, he was a Democrat running off a very poor eight years of Republican. Right. Usually, trend the trend is like once a party's had eight years, the other party comes in for another four to eight years, and then it swings. It's a pendulum that swings. Right. You're, but from what it sounds like to me, you're saying... I'll say that if he's successful and pulls it off, I think the people that voted for him this time will vote, vote him in again. Do you think anybody will actually change their mind? Uh, not, not not the people that voted for him vote the other way, but, like, the for example, obviously the, the, the absolute crazy, the crybabies, mm-hmm. the sore losers of the bunch, obviously probably not going to change their minds. Yeah, they're still going to be butthurt in four years. Right. If he runs again, they're still not going to vote for him. They're probably going to remember this past week and definitely not vote for him. Yeah. Is there anybody you think that could, he could change their mind? Because obviously, a lot of people, a lot of the the other side, and I, I say the other side because if, if you don't if you don't think that me, I consider you the other side. Yes. Because I I feel like I'm. I'm uh, I think that's fair. I don't I'm, take that as an insult. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty red, and then there's there's kind of the other side. But yeah. I'm kind of in the middle there. Okay. Is there any chance that those people would change their mind based off of how well he would have done in this scenario? To keep an open mind, it's possible, but and this may be biased. I feel like. See, this is back to the dismissive thing. Well, you, you said you said he doesn't need to be an asshole to, to do this. Yes. And I'm saying, what if he's still an asshole? But what if we're actually doing really well? At what cost? What well, what cost? At the cost of him, he's still just an asshole. And, and, and But who had to suffer? Because assholes only know how to do one thing. It's a competition. That, there has to be losers. That's, that's going to depend on the, the situation, the scenario we're, we're yeah, in. Yeah, obviously. That's, that's, that's going to be the specifics yeah, there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... If, if he really is that good, I mean, are, are, is there no chance that anybody's going to... There's always a chance. I can't deny. I mean, uh, statistically, like, uh, logically, there's a chance for anything. Like, anything's possible. Like, anything you consider impossible, except for probably death, like, every, anything's possible. So I thought Magic Johnson might, might die before now, but, yeah, you know, he's, he's, been, he's been being death for a while. Oh, uh, okay, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Steven. Uh... I just don't I just don't see it man like I maybe I'll be in a different place I'll be 30 <laughs> when he's running for re-election again um maybe I'll be a different place maybe I'll be maybe I won't even be here who the fuck knows people get hit by buses every day folks we're uh, knocking on wood here Miss Kathy he's not gonna get hit uh, I'm 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 alright uh, no, I'm going on a limb again. I'm saying no. He's not gonna fucking win. So he's gonna fail on his. He's gonna fall. He's going to fail. So you, you think those people really do take character over over everything? And I mean, not not that that's wrong or that's bad, but like you, you think that those people still won't change their mind because we don't think he's got good character. I don't care if our country is doing as well as possibly could be. He is not a good character guy. I will not. If he does, him. I'm moving off the grid because I've lost all faith in my fellow countrymen <laughs> because I want to believe. You're right. He didn't run on character. He didn't. He didn't run on character. He ran on results. So, every he should be judged based on, on his results. On results. I'm sorry. I don't see it. There, but, look, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Though. So, if, if we're going to judge him on results, say his results are good, but he's still an asshole, and he's still that bad character guy we all think he is. 
<sighs> and am I going to change your mind? Because remember, if we're judging him on on his results and he's producing results, if he's mean, if he produces results, if obviously, but I'm, that's that's the scenario I'm throwing you in there. I, I know you're not a really big fan of these these ifs, but I just kind of want to see where you, where you go here. If, Is there anything you could ever do that you'd vote for him? Absolutely not. I find him repulsive. I think he's a liar. I think that I honestly believe when you meet someone where you have an ethically sizable difference between my personal ethics and Donald J. Trump's personal ethics that he's presented us. I don't know this man. I'm really wondering if I ever met him when he was president, what I would do. I would probably be polite and say as little as possible and just hope that he doesn't. I I can't imagine a situation where I'd ever be in a room with him where he'd want to talk to me. But if he ever did, I would try and be polite. I, w- I would definitely be polite because he is the president. And I'm one of those people, no matter what you think of that man, he's the president. You still have to respect you him. You still have to respect him because if you don't respect him, you don't respect the country. I'm sorry. That's how this works. If you want the other side to respect your candidate, you have to respect their candidate. That's It's a give and take, man. That's how a country works. That's how a society works. Anyway, no, I can't. I, I fundamentally disagree with him on so many things as far as morally and ethically and character stuff. I can't. I can't do it. I don't like I don't like his methods. I don't agree I with figured. his I, I kinda just wanted to see your facial reaction. I I I wish I look, I like to keep open minded and I like to believe that I wanna give people chances. I really do. As uncompromising and dismissive as I may have sounded in this past like hour or so. Yes, I like to give people a fair shot, and I will give him a fair shot. I will do the best I can at giving him a fair shot, but I just don't see it. Like I, You're literally asking me, do the ends justify the means? I don't. I do not believe in most situations the ends don't, just, the ends don't justify the means. Sometimes, like I said, when you're backed in a corner and you have no other option and you did, the be- you did everything you could to do it the right way, that you feel and you have to do stuff that you you have to do look man i understand that we all have tough decisions life is shitty sometimes but you don't come out the gate aggressive you don't come out the gate as an asshole and uncompromising that's not how this works i don't agree i don't think that that's how you should go about things so no the end don't the in this case the end doesn't justify the means because i don't i just don't agree with them so we, we've been speaking a lot on the fact, uh, well, not, not, not the fact, we, we've been speaking on that we're going to assume that Trump by himself is going to make all these choices and decisions. Um, I, and I bring that up because I heard, I heard you yesterday, you and Rachel were speaking. Yeah, about his daughter, right? About Ivanka. And, and you were like, you know, you would listen to what she has to say. Right? Yeah, because she That's, seems reasonable. Okay. She seems... Do we not think it's fair? I mean, do you really think that he's going to be the dictator of his own family? Where like nobody in his family can get through to him, because he, I have a hard time believing that. He didn't I, run. He didn't run as a candidate that was going to use his family. He ran as himself. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it'll be the. I really feel like it's going to be the Trump family. The now. Trump. Oh, so like the Trump royal family. Yeah, kind of. I, I guess you could put it that way. He's in charge. Hey, I mean, you're right. He is in charge. Technically, technically, he has the final say on everything. He's obviously in charge, but. I really do think he's going to go to his family and obviously his his, his uh, advisors for any kind of support. Or, and obviously, I know that the, the fact that he doesn't have to listen to him scares a lot of people. But I really don't think he's he's going to. I really don't think he's going to be that guy. Well, no presidency works alone. Alone, it he it's a team. He has a cabinet. 
He has advisors. He has chief of staff. He has a Pentagon, the Joint Chiefs. He's got – and he has to listen to Congress. Like that's the whole point of the system, and I guess we'll wrap up on this. We have checks and balances in our system, but it just seems like there's not as many checks as I'd like in this presidency, and that scares me. And no, the ends don't justify the means uh, in this in every situation. I just I don't believe that. And uh, no, I don't think I don't think he'll win re-election. And hopefully, I'm still alive in 2020, like November 2020, and I can go back to this and be like, either I was right or I was wrong. Like I, I think we should keep this uh, that long and just just see where we're at in four years. See like if if I was right, if you were right or anything. If I'm sure we'll probably be in the middle. The other important thing is, I think, and this is why we can have this type of conversation, because we're not, this isn't a competition between me and you. This is a discussion. This isn't, like, a debate. This isn't, like, I need to prove Stephen wrong and Stephen needs to prove me wrong. I'm not trying to change your mind. You're not trying to change mine. We're just trying, we're discussing possibilities. We're discussing reality. We're discussing the facts. And we're discussing, we're always keeping in mind we're being respectful and we're projecting and we're speculating we're not saying either or as far as how things are going to go and we both are trying to keep an open mind about things so so that's going to do it for us god this was uh i think this went well yeah i thought it well it was real long um i, I did your questionnaire last time i don't know if you i mean i, I, I didn't think we should do a questionnaire I, I, I could do it again if you want no to, that's cool that's cool um i also don't know how you want to end this show uh i guess we'll just sign off by saying you know we are a country. We're all in this together. If you're willing to give them a fair shot, give them a fair shot. If you don't want to give them a fair shot, I understand that. But hey, man, that's the beauty of this country. You, you get to do. Right to you have the right to be an asshole or not, or be fair or not. That's just how this country works. God bless America. Oh, God, shut up. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. <laughs>